Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Wesley, if you had to say, and, and here's the thing I want to, listener, I want you to know I've not prepped Wesley for this question. It's catching him completely <laughs> blindsided. But if you not had if to you guess, done that before. <laughs> if you had to guess and say what the number one hobby in America is right now, according to latest polls, what would you say? Uh, male or female or both? Both. I mean, both. Pro- this, this is why it's so shocking. Exercising or shopping. Shopping? Shopping. What? I am not kidding. When you consider online shopping, retail shopping, window shopping, all these different things, you it know what? is one I, of the number one hobbies and in America. I, and I want to go, I hate shopping. And that's even on my profile, my biography, on my Instagram, <laughs> that I hate shopping. However, yeah. I will shop for hunting stuff. So, I mean, well, you know, and I here's guess, the thing. I guess I, I'm, I'm one, right there with you. Uh, I hate, yeah. I hate hate i loathe <laughs> shopping yeah 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 um my wife refuses to let unless me go it's something we like though <laughs> but you know what if i'm if i'm going hunting or if i'm getting some crossfit stuff right, I'm, right, right. I'm gonna spend oh, yeah. but here's the thing if it's online yeah. i will spend a long time mm-hmm. online looking stuff up that i really want yeah well you got to do your studying online because exactly. that's a little different you, know, you can't touch and feel it steward, so you get, that's right being a good steward, yeah that's how we're going to justify that but the thing is, the idea of shopping and the consumerism of our culture, right, mm-hmm. has it infiltrated the church? Oh, yeah, certainly it has. Uh, we've seen that um, just in, the, in my my time of ministry. I'm 20. I just turned 28. You know, in the last seven or eight, 10 years that I've really um, noticed or been really involved in the church, I've seen a lot of um, being able to look at and see what it makes the person happy, what draws the mm-hmm. person happy. You know what I mean? That's the key, though, is, is looking for that happiness. Now, yes. here's the thing. Uh, yeah, now, every morning uh, here at American Family Association, Engage's parent organization, uh, we have devotion. Um, mm. Every Monday through Friday, we take the first five or ten minutes of our day. We spend some time in the Word together. And yesterday, um, on Friday, we had a guy named Ray Rooney. Now, Ray is the editor of AFA's blog, The Stand, um, and he also just finished up his doctorate of ministry at Asbury Seminary. And was a pastor for years. And How yeah, many years? 30. Still am. Still no, is a pastor. Yeah, am. so still behind the pulpit. So, uh, Ray, first off, thanks for being here. Sure. And I want to thank you again for that in- just incredible word that you gave in devotion. Oh, you are. Um, so that's kind of what brought us into this show where we're talking about consumerism. So uh, really briefly, when we talk about consumerism, what do we mean by that? What do you mean? Well, you're cons- a doctorate. You should be able to define consumerism stuff. Consumerism <laughs> is, is an extension of the uh, of the will. So um, to a certain extent, we, we ha- our existence is dependent upon things outside of ourselves. So mm-hmm. everyone religious or not to some extent is a consumer so a con, you know a consumer is just one who pulls in from the outside something that's necessary for the inside that's just a general kind of oh, view. i like that i like that uh i got this from an article on christianity today um it's also where i got the idea that shopping is the number one leisure activity um but pete pete ward says this uh that shopping or consumerism represents an alternative source of meaning to the christian gospel no longer is merely an economic system. Consumerism has become the American worldview, a framework through which we interpret everything, including God, the gospel, and the church. Do you think that is the case? Well, well, sure, sure. Um, 
What I want to say to you is that consumerism is such a big part of uh, especially this culture, American culture, that there is effectively no way. There is just you, you cannot go to church on Sunday and Wednesday night and leave behind what you do the whole rest of the – so you're bringing – uh, consumerism into the church, no matter what. So it's you know it's it's not such a it, it's not an evil um, until it begins to take hold. Mm-hmm. Now explain that because we we on us on this program we're speaking primarily to the millennials and we hope that we can influence other people as well. But with the millennials, when you say that it's not inherently wrong being you know being a consumer out there because that has to be understood up front because we don't want you to go to the rest of the program saying that if you're if you're behind if you're a graphic designer or you're a marketing if you're a marketer for another program or another uh ministry like another, or, or yeah, 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 yeah. A secular brand that that's inherently wrong in and of itself no no because you you mentioned something about going hunting and i i've, I've spent an <laughs> awful lot of money <laughs> on, on, on supplies and 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 so forth let, let me let me just let me tell you how this kind of turns wrong for for yeah, the church. Right. It's what I call the unholy trinity that uh, where consumerism is is the is the middle part. You, down at the bottom, well, let me start the 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 top. Narcissism. That's that's yep. that's the root of it. it then pride. you get down to consumerism, and then when you have those two things uh, of necessity, you have to have marketing. Mm-hmm. Now, when you bring all three of those things into the church, you've got trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're listening to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon. You know, as I mentioned earlier, is that this program is um, really dedicated for the millennials, and we hope to influence other people as well. The reason I say that is because we've got several different uh, ministries, d- different departments here at AFA with a niche, and all comes on the umbrella of AFA. So do us a favor, and we're coming up on our two-year anniversary, so mm-hmm. please do us a favor Take Engage Magazine, the website, take our blogs, take our YouTube channel, our Instagram feed, and take that to a millennial, two millennials for our, for our two-year anniversary. Hand that off to them and really encourage them to get involved. You know, we really have a heart. You know, a lot of people have thrown up their hands on the millennial generation saying, look, we'll just have to wait for the next one. But we're in the fight here, TJ and I, and raising here to help us. And we really, really care and we're really concerned to have a heart for the millennials and we want to help move them toward a relationship with Jesus, but also how that Je- how Jesus and our relationship with Jesus will influence and change our life. And it's not what I, when it comes to being a Christian, TJ, it's not about us anymore, <laughs> which is what we're going to get into, especially in the about. next segment. Yeah. Uh, while you're online, go ahead and stop at AFA's blog, The Stand, which is what uh, Ray does full time. Ray, tell us just really quick uh, where they can find The Stand and, and kind of what they can expect when they go there. Okay, to get to the stand, it's very simple. You you can go to afa.net and you'll see the the main uh, the main graphic is going to take you to the uh, the lead story in the stand. Mm-hmm. If you want to go just to the stand, you can go afa.net slash the stand. Yeah. Now, one of the questions, whenever we talk about consumerism, I think we always have this picture that it is a very modern phenomenon, that it's something that, you know, came about with the birth of the Internet, because before cell phones and the Internet, there was no such thing as distractions. Um, is this a modern phenomenon? Is this something, and I say that facetiously, but is this something that is only a recent occurrence? No, um if you're only thinking of consumerism in the in the sense of materialism and in, in the sense of desiring stuff, um, you know that that's an, that's an error because what, ultimately what consumerism is because it's linked so directly to narcissism. What consumerism is is 
it's the replacement of uh, of God, mm-hmm. uh, and Which, that's been going on for a long time. Well, it happened with Adam and Eve. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they wanted to, you know, they wanted to replace God. Uh, they wanted to put themselves on His throne. Well, they thought they were being shorted. They they were sold the story yeah. that that uh, God's shorting you, and and that, it really that ultimately that's what uh, that's what consumerism, especially when it comes into the church, is about. It's all about you. And you're being shorted, and you you deserve. It's like the old oh, McDonald's, that's the, key. the old deserve. McDonald's thing. You deserve a break today. Well, what you deserve that's really at the heart of consumerism. I deserve that mm-hmm. that that, and that must be made available to me. Yeah, and I think it also you know it, it influences not just the way that we see the church. It heavily influences the way that we see God because we would go to God with these prayers and say, Hey, God, you know, if I were you. We're, I would have answered this prayer. In the second I would have done of, this. In the second half of the this uh, program, we're going to talk about application and how that applies to the church, and what and, and what a, and how a Christian can respond to that. However, in this moment, let's talk a little bit more about what this does look like. What does yep. consumerism look like for the church in the church? When and it how gra- can we identify when it, it? When it grabs hold, that that's when it gets the problem. What consumerism looks like when you go to church is where everything has to meet uh, some standard that I apply to it. In other words, um, the music's not good enough. Um, mm. uh, and if, it's, if you don't bring it up to my standard— and when you say good, you mean like— What yeah, I decide right, is good. Right, right. Exactly. But, but, That's what I was getting what to. What I decide gets is into, good. Which, if which, the sermon's not good enough— you we got we got we can go so if if there's not enough uh, stuff for the children to do see then mm-hmm. everything is about you got to meet my need or chocolate no nuts exactly. and coffee <laughs> and coffee yeah. and coffee and yeah. so forth i mean you, you this you can get into consumerism and how it affects church hopping and people sure. will just go from here to there because they're searching they're looking for what they want they're mm-hmm. never it, consumerism robs the christian of the ability to stand before god as Romans chapter 12 says, and present themselves. Now, I, this is a self-presentation. Now, playing a little bit of devil's advocate here, too. Now, at the same time, though, there are certain things that are necessary, right, in a church that we need to look for that, that are worthy of questioning. Or but I think the to, question has to be where does that standard, requirement come from? Standard or requirement Yeah, about what standard? So what, what, let, let's ask that. That was a, that was a, that was a softball. It's yeah. the Bible. <laughs> yeah, that, <I'm> <laughs> you look like a, what's a trick question? <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, everything emanates from the Word. Mm-hmm. Now, what, does does the music glorify the uh, with the Word? And uh, you know, does does the sermon glorify God? I mean, right. it, so it does, words, are you given the opportunity to do something for God at church? Right, right, and and I think the question has to come. Okay, these requirements that we're putting on the church, these standards that we're judging churches to, um, where does that standard come from? If it's coming from personal preference, uh, you guys may be familiar with John Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. He is a Christian comedian, and he Hilarious. did this, you know, church, um, yeah, no, you know, <laughs> the church seekers or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's exactly that's what that was. It was a parody. Was right. <laughs> it was it was brutal yeah. because there's so many people especially in our age group wesley that yeah. you know they do that they they they're church hunters um and they want to find the church that's going to match 
what it is that they want to their standards. And guys, we can't do that. We have to go to the scriptures. The scriptures are our requirement, but it's not just when it comes to the church. It's also when it comes to our lives. So how do we take consumerism, identify it, and battle it within our own lives every single day? We're going to talk about that, continue our conversation with Ray Rooney up next, where we are going to apply the scriptures when it comes to consumerism in our lives.